Welcome back to the newest episode of Jeff on the Hunt after a midsummer break. But right now we're doing something we have not done before on the podcast because we started it during COVID times. But live in the studio right now with me, Sarah Beth, Glenn Mitchell, Royal South. How are you guys? Doing we're great. Good. Thanks for having us. You guys have been back on the road. How's it feel, first of all, after a year off and playing on Zoom to actually being back amongst the living world? You have to you have to teach your body how to function like this again. We're I mean, we before COVID, we were so used to early mornings and then a late night show and just you sleep when you can. But now we're used to, to sleeping whenever we want and all day if we want. So it's uh, it's amazing, though. It's absolutely been a great week. And I can't believe that we've got to catch up with so many people and play shows where humans are there. But we're, we're pretty much surviving on energy drinks right now. <laughs> <laughs> and having to wear normal clothes again probably is like the hardest part of it all, right? It is. Well, I have quite um, the wardrobe of sweatpants that are very cute, but they are not really appropriate for stage, probably. That's not really my look for stage. That could stage. be our new image. Pajamas. Yeah. It'll be great. We could be the first country act to just wear pajamas on stage all the time. <laughs> well, and you guys do your Zoom show or your social media show every single week in sweatpants. So it's already there. The precedent's been set. It has. <laughs> yep. And so if people found us online, they won't be surprised when we show up in our... They'll be expecting it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, the sweatpants band. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, now, how'd you guys meet? Because obviously, Sarah Beth is from Texas, and as you could tell, Glenn is from the UK. So I know you've been in Nashville for a while, Glenn. You've played for Jason Michael Carroll, Frankie Ballard, pretty much everyone over the years. So. Yeah, yeah, a lot of really cool acts. I, I played with Darius Rucker and Lone Star and Billy Currington and uh, yeah, a whole bunch of really great people. So you've been in Nashville for how long, though? Totally. 20 years. Okay, so you kind of got a jump start on Nashville, like right around the time country started booming again, pretty much. Yeah, well, I moved to Nashville because I loved country music so much, obviously my whole life, and 90s country music was my absolute favorite. Well, still is. I still listen to 90s country. Um, and then so very early 2000s, I moved to Nashville, and I kind of feel like that's where it started changing, becoming a little, initially a little bit more rock influence. Now it's a lot more pop influence. And I promise you, I did not do that. Okay, that was not Do not me. blame Glenn. No. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, growing up in the UK, country's always kind of been more of an underground thing, especially in England. Yeah. People often ask me, um, you know, country music in England? Like, like, is there such a thing? And yes, there is. There's a whole uh, British country music scene. And it's a little bit like if you are a jazz fan in America and you want to go and see a jazz band... There are jazz bands playing around. It's just not not a lot of people know them. There'll be little venues, and then you'll find that there's a jazz scene and a little jazz community. Uh, and that's what we have in Britain. We have a, a whole country music community and a lot of shows going on, a lot of small shows, and it's great. And Sarah Beth, I know you also have a pretty big following in England in addition to the U.S., but you're the Texas part of Royal South. Correct. The South part of Royal South, if you will. <laughs> and we we bought it really quick because you're also a Dallas Cowboys fan. Exactly. So there's not many of us out here in this area of Central Pennsylvania. Well, don't hold it against me if you're not a Cowboys fan, but yes, that is true. I was born into it. I'm from Dallas, so, you know, I, I didn't did I have a choice growing up? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you guys actually kind of come together as Royal South? Well, so Back in 2012, I was gearing up to release my first project in in Nashville, and I was working with a guy named Dean Sams, who's part of the band Lone Star, 
And I needed a guitar player because in February of 2013, we had scheduled a showcase for industry people like you do. And so I we had the band pretty much set, except we needed a guitar player. And the guys also were like, oh, we should get you someone that can also do a really strong harmony. And so Glenn is who they called because Glenn had just come off the road with Lone Star. So they introduced us. Glenn played that showcase to me. Funny enough, he had actually double booked himself. I'll never forget because he we go into the rehearsal space and he's on the phone just pacing and he was supposed to be in the studio with an artist named Gwen Sebastian doing yeah. guitar like playing guitar on her record yeah. and he had accidentally double booked himself for the rehearsal and her studio time. So that was my first impression of Glenn. But um anyway, so then after that that showcase we ended up starting to write songs and it was only by that september he was going out on the road with us and we were traveling and doing a lot of three-piece acoustic shows so that's how we we met and then the rest is history we're still yeah, making music and we started writing songs together at that point as well so literally from 2013 onwards there's not a single song that we've written that we haven't written together sometimes we'll bring in a third person uh, but it's been me and sarah beth the whole time since since 2013 and I know I've heard a lot of Sarah Beth solo stuff over the years too. So now I know that Glenn was part of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, for those EPs and the and the singles, after about I think I think 2015 was when I took over as producer and played a lot of the songs and and co-wrote the songs with Sarah Beth since 2015. Now you're doing stuff in your home studio. And how was it during quarantine to have to try to adjust to being in two different places, pretty much trying to record all this stuff? Yeah, it was, it was, you know, you just needed to find something to do, didn't you? I mean, we were, every single one of our gigs naturally was cancelled. So we were at home all the time. Uh, and I and I have a, a fairly nice home studio set up, but I have very little knowledge on how to run it. How I mean, I'm not a studio engineer. So I spent a lot of time learning. Um, oh, what's this button do? Yeah, I mean, it was literally like that. It was and then, crazy. And then panic because that button actually deleted the last, you know, uh, two hours worth of work that he was doing. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of panicking going on. I didn't know what I was doing. And and with our, our next song that we we're about to release, oh, well, it is released already on iTunes and stuff, but the next song we're going to release to radio, I recorded that myself at, at the studio. Uh, I cannot tell you how many hours I spent like it's crazy how many hours and the mix that we were finally when I say we I mean me <laughs> I was finally satisfied with was mix 91 uh, yeah 91 times I mixed this thing and it kind of annoys me that like I said countless hours in there for me and I was finally ready for Sarah Beth to come in and sing she wanders in my home studio sings the song through three times perfectly and she says and she says you, you're probably is that good enough you're going to find something there it was every one of them was perfect so I was like how's this fair how's this fair really but she does 30 minutes work on it really so then Sarah Beth did you have to listen to all 91 mixes to find I, out what, which one Glenn was finally happy with I think that every single mix is in my inbox. <laughs> I don't know if I listen to all of them because he would he would be like, okay, so yeah, so I really, I changed some stuff with the percussion and I would listen to it and I would think, I have no idea what you changed. And I would just say, yeah, it sounds great because it was really, it was really subtle stuff, but it's things that whenever you pick apart the song, you would, if he told me, I would be able to tell, but just to your probably average listener, 
like like me, I couldn't tell. I could tell at about mix seventy six that she'd <laughs> given up even listening. I was I would play it and there'd be this glazed look on her face, and I think to myself, she's not even really listening. And you started making stuff up at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but every time I was like, oh, it sounds great, it sounds great to me. Yeah, let's go with that one. Let's go with that one. And then I'd listen to it again. I'd be like, no, it's not good enough. <laughs> well, and then as soon as he would think that he had it great, he would see something on Facebook that was some new plugin or whatever that he could use. So then he's watching educational videos on YouTube about this new plugin that he really wants to get to change the amp tones or whatever it is. Yeah, spending so, all my money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This stuff is not cheap. That much I do know. It's like the only thing I know about home studios is that those little toys, they add up in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of money invested in that room. But um, but I am very proud of the single, and we both are, uh, and I am going to continue to uh, record at home as well as we have a wonderful record producer, uh, Mr. Paul Worley. He's, what, he's, he's been around forever. He's like one of the top tier producers in Nashville, bar none. He might be the most successful living producer we have now. I mean, seriously. The Dixie Chicks. I mean, I mean the Chicks. I'm sorry. Well, we'll uh, edit that out later in post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Lady A. Um, oh, well, so many, hundreds and hundreds of millions of albums, and we were so honoured to get to work with him, um, and we will continue to do that. Uh, but at the same time, I did enjoy making a little song at home. It sounds pretty great, and I'm going to do another one. Well, tell us a bit about that song, since it is out now. It might be your next radio single. That's kind of like the, what I'm hearing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Word on the street. Um, so it was the first song that Glenn and I wrote together back right after that showcase. We It was maybe a couple of weeks later, and he uh, came over to my apartment, and we sat down, and we decided – well, actually, I vented about a lot of really, really – bad dating situations that I had been in since moving to Nashville. And I don't know how much of it Glenn actually listened to, but he did hear me say something to the extent of there. If you just wrote down all their qualities then they'd be perfect on paper. And that ends that ended up being the song that we wrote that day. Um, I will say we were really inspired at the time. Glenn was playing um, with Leah Turner some. Yeah. I put a, I put a band together for Leah Turner and we did a little work with her. We love her. And that was a lot more uh, pop and uh, loop based than we were used to doing. Uh, and the, But there was something about it that I really loved. And it was really the first pop country that I truly thought was great. And so I started playing it to, to Sarah Beth. And I was like, you know, I think we can take a little bit from this uh, and incorporate it into what we're doing and and perfect on paper morphed from where it was into being something completely different. Thanks to listening to some Leah Turner stuff. Yep. I actually interviewed Leah a few weeks back on the podcast. Oh, That's wow. Awesome. Well, she's, she's lovely. Great. She comes over to our house parties. <laughs> yeah, she's lovely. <laughs> I got to come to one of those next time I'm in Nashville. <laughs> of course. Please, please do. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring a side dish though. You any good at cooking? No, but I'll, I could stop at the liquor store on the way down. <laughs> oh, that's even better. <laughs> that or the Kroger, the Publix. <laughs> the cheese platter, here. Oh, Thank you. Oh, you know, you're waiting my heart, mate. Yeah. You're speaking Glenn's love language right now. <laughs> cheese plates. Well, I know you guys are on a tight schedule. You have to head down and do your sound check. But before I let you guys go, please plug all your websites, social media, get the word out there about Royal Sale. 
Well, you can go to thisisroyalsouth.com and learn more about us than you ever cared to know. Uh, I actually made the site on Wix, so if you want to see my web design skills, which there are none, <laughs> you can go to thisisroyalsouth.com. And then everything on socials is going to be This Is Royal South, with the exception of Twitter, which is We Are Royal South, because it was one character too long. So. They wouldn't let us have This Is Royal South. I know. Get Dorsey on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything's there. This is RoyalSouth.com, and that'll take you to anywhere you want to go. Spotify, just search Royal South. Wherever you listen to music, search Royal South, and you can find all of our tunes. And you guys are kind of blowing up really quick on Spotify, I've noticed, too. It's like the streams are going up. It went. It was a little crazy. It It's very exciting, and I don't – it was one of those things where I just woke up one day and was looking at the numbers, and I'm like, I don't know where y'all found our music, but I'm very thankful for the folks that have been listening. So, well, And the few friends of mine that I've shared your music with since they found out you guys were stopping by today, they're like, this is going right on my playlist. Oh, that's at, awesome. At least three or four people said this is going on the playlist. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Thank you, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're probably listening right now, too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, Sarah Beth, Glenn Mitchell, Royal South guys, I appreciate it. Knock them dead tonight. Thanks. Thanks, thanks man.